every woman has a relationship with Aunt Flo. That's the name the woman in my family gave her. Maybe yours did too. But what happens when that relationship gets complicated? What's your overreaction? Welcome to your safe space to wrestle, reconcile, relish, and rejoice in the complicated relationship we have with our reproductive health. It's storytelling with a side of science. You're now listening to Overreaction by Tanil Daniels. Welcome back, welcome back. Guess who's back? Hey! Hey, y'all, it's your chief storyteller, Tanil Daniels, and I am so excited to welcome you back to season two of the Overreaction Podcast. My prayer is that when you hear this episode, it finds you happy, healthy, and well, and ready to embrace all that the fall season has in store for you. I also hope that you savored the summer because I definitely did. Um, The last time we gathered for the end of season one, I told you all that uh, I was going to take a four-week break, which ended up turning into a four-month break, almost four months. I mean, I say this all the time, but how has four months flown by so fast? The summer went by super duper fast. And I'm going to just tell y'all, I summered so hard. Well, not as hard as I could have if the Delta variant didn't show her black tail. Well, she might not be black, but y'all get what I'm trying to say. Like, ugh, the Delta variant, but we'll get there. So I started my summer in Hollywood, Florida for a mother-daughter vacation at the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. We ate, we laughed, we lounged, we won some money on the Wonder Woman slots, and at the roulette table. That was actually my first time playing roulette and um, it was super fun. And we also cried. Um, We were in South Florida at the time that the condo building collapsed in Surfside, Florida. And that was less than 45 minutes away from where we were. I just can't imagine going to sleep that night and then having the building just fall to pieces um, unknowingly. So that was definitely a a tragedy um, that took place over the summer. And my thoughts and prayers continue to be with those families who lost loved ones um, in that tragic accident. And then I headed off um, for a Southern Belle vacay to Charleston and Kiwa Island, South Carolina, um, for the 4th of July with two of my closest girlfriends. It was just the right mix of luxury, rest, and relaxation. And as a lover of experiences, I captured the highlights of our girls' trip in a blog post that you can find on my website. If you want the tea on where we stayed, what we did, and what sexy black male actor we saw, head over to TennilDaniels.com to check out that post. There was also a surprise pop-up for my girlfriend's 40th birthday in Miami, which was super fun. I got to hang out with my goddaughter and spend some time with her. Um, so I definitely love that. And then it, not culminated, but I guess that probably was like the last major highlight of my summer. Um I saw Bruno Mars, and that was like one of my bucket list items, and that was at the beginning of August. Um, I was kind of bummed low-key at the um, beginning of the summer because we had shifted our plans. Originally, we were supposed to go to Las Vegas to see Bruno for 4th of July, and then we had to shift our plans, and so... 
God worked it out, and Bruno announced the show at the MGM National Harbor, and I was like, boom, I get to do both. God is in the details. Do you hear me? He knew that I wanted to do both of these things this summer. Charleston was also on my bucket list, and he allowed me to make both of those things happen. So I am internally grateful for all of the amazing experiences that I had with amazing people in my life this summer. Um, Now let's talk about the Delta variant. So another bucket list item was to go to Martha's Vineyard for the African American Film Festival, um, which takes place over two weekends in August. But y'all, the way that the Delta variant was set up and was out here running rampant in late July and early August, your girl didn't want to take any chances. I decided to prioritize my health and wellness, even as a fully vaccinated individual, um, because like I said, the Delta variant wasn't playing any games. And in between there, I have been spending quality time with myself and my family and my friends and really just doing all of the regular adulting things in between like work. That's another story for a different day. So that's why I've been away so long, but the wait is over. It's story time. episode of season one was a Q&A episode where I answered a few questions that I received from listeners throughout the season. Um, But the episode before that was episode seven, which was titled The Wait, where I talked about the many years that have passed since my last round of egg freezing, my desire for love and marriage and motherhood and turning 40. Y'all, it will be six months on October 3rd since I've turned 40. I'm going to be 40 and a half, knocking on 41, but I digress. Um, For anyone who may be listening to this podcast for the first time, I definitely encourage you to go check out season one so you can learn all about my reproductive health journey and how it has impacted and continues to impact and intersect with my life journey. The majority of season one was focused on my past, the road that has led me to where I am today. And I am thrilled that in season two, we are moving from the past to what I'm calling the present-ish. It's the next major leg in my journey. This is episode one of season two. Live, girl. Don't wait on no man. Before I get into my story for today, I want this episode to be less about my story and more about our collective ability to create the life we want, to create the opportunities, the boundaries, the schedule, the love, the business. You have the power to create whatever it is you want. I have the power to create whatever it is I want. I needed to say that for myself. However, I do want to add a caveat here that it is important for the things that we want to create and that we desire to align with God's will for our lives. And just because we may not be able to create things exactly the way we want them, as long as we're moving towards the things we desire, we can trust that all things 
all things, you all know this scripture, work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. That's Romans 8.28. To me, this is more about limitless living, not putting limits on ourselves or what God can do in and through and for us in our lives. So as you listen to this episode, I want you to think about something you want to create for yourself, for your family, or your community. And as I share my story, I want you to think about what steps you can begin to or continue to take in order to create the life it is that you want. As I mentioned earlier, we are stepping into the present-ish. The year is 2020, which for me started out with so much excitement and expectation of what I would create or could create for myself. I said in 2020 that that would be the year that I would be more intentional about my love life. I mean, I said I wanted love and marriage and motherhood, but what was I doing to work towards that? And in that order, right? Because I've talked about on the podcast before how I desire, the desire was there, um, to be married and then to have children. Um, But I wasn't doing the work that was required to get there. And sometimes, you know, we can work and our work might not work out to God's timing for that part of our lives. But I at least wanted to know that I was making the appropriate effort. Um, And, you know, I would say in 2019 and even a couple years before that, I wasn't really doing too much. I was really passively doing things here and there, but I was not moving with active intention. So 2020 comes and I am ready to be out there um, in the streets, on the apps, mixing and mingling so that at minimum I was doing what needed to be done so that God could work. And then we entered into the panorama, the panini press, whatever you want to call it. It was the pandemic, and I felt like the world stopped, you know, and as lonely as it is, and it was living alone um, during a global pandemic when the world was shut down, I was not getting on anybody's apps um, to try to find love in the midst of COVID, although I know a lot of people did. Um, You know, yes, we could talk on the phone, we could FaceTime, we could do virtual dates, but it just didn't feel the same. And honestly, my mind and heart were more so focused on not getting COVID um, and keeping my family and my friends healthy. And then in the midst of all that, I lost my um, grandmother. So I was grieving um, her death. She died peacefully in her sleep um, back in April of 2020. And then think about all of the other turmoil that was going on in our country um, during 2020. I'm not even going to go through the list because I'm sure you remember all of the craziness. And y'all know that I like to ground my episodes in the songs of the time. And for a while, I couldn't even think what songs came out in 2020 because, again, we were living in the midst of the global global pandemic. Nobody was going anywhere. 
it just, I don't know. But the first song that came to mind that I can kind of remember being out when the world started to open up a little bit was Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion with WAP. Um, I think that probably was one of the biggest songs in 2020. But after doing some further inspection, there were a few other songs that I was bopping to that year. Um, The Tootsie Slide by Drake. I remember doing that in my home by myself, recording myself. on my birthday, I spent my 39th birthday alone, had a Zoom party, um, and did the Tootsie Slide and posted on Instagram for the world to see. Um, and then there was Intentions by the Beebs and Quavo and Do It by Chloe and Hallie. Now, let's pause right there. Talk about creating the life you want. Come on and pop out, Chloe. If y'all have been following Chloe over the last year or so, you know that she has been strategically priming us for the pop-out that recently occurred when she dropped Have Mercy. Have y'all seen that video? If not, I suggest you go check it out. She is definitely someone who is out here creating the life that she wants. I'm not even going to say as a mini Beyonce, but you can tell that she wants that top spot and sis is doing what needs to be done to get there. So the question is, what does T want? Y'all probably like, who is T? T is me. You know, I've always believed that life is short, but the pandemic just brought that statement into hyper-focus for me. Uh, As I mentioned a little earlier, I turned 39 in 2020, and 40 was peaking over the horizon. (sighs) There is a life that I dreamed of for myself, and there are some parts of that dream that I have no control over, some that I have some control over, and other parts that I have total control over. And I decided that for the things that I could control at some level, that I would start taking the necessary steps to move towards making those dreams come true. I would do my part, and then I would allow God to do his. Although life didn't look the way I had envisioned or even wanted at this point, I believe that I was exactly where I was for a reason. Y'all know these reasons are often revealed to us much later, but I knew that God had me there. And so because I didn't have the love and the marriage that I desired, I thought to myself, why can't I have motherhood, especially as I approached 40? Based on my reproductive health issues that I've experienced and am currently living with, I didn't want to miss out on the opportunity to become a mom and to have a child of my own should love and marriage come later in life or not at all. Let me be clear. My dream is to be a mother. And as the women in my life have said a few times when I wanted to buy a house or travel, they would say, Live your life, girl. Don't wait on no man. We as women have many options available to us to make the dream of motherhood a reality. So I made a decision to actively pursue my options. I made the decision to pursue becoming a single mother by choice, which is a term that is used in the fertility community. I was reading this article, and I don't remember the author's name, but she said that she doesn't really like to use the single mother by choice term um, because based on 
her desire and my desire as well. We didn't choose to be single, but despite being single, we did choose to become a mom. And that's where I am. This is not a decision that I came to lightly. As someone who grew up in a two-parent household with a present, engaged, and supportive dad, it was a hard decision, and some may call it a selfish decision, judge your mama, um, to deprive my child of that opportunity. Because we know that not all fathers are created equal. This was really the main sticking point for me. You know, the other considerations were, could I handle the physical, mental, emotional, and financial um, highs and lows and sacrifices that this journey could bring? And I always felt like the answer to those things were, yes, I can handle them and I can navigate my way through those. Um, But could I really handle my child not knowing their biological father? And as you'll learn over the course of the season, there are options to explore that too. So in season two, you will hear stories on what I have done to create the life I want as a mom. It's a road that I set on almost one year ago, and it has been anything but straight. There have been speed bumps and detours along the way. But as I shared when I first started the Overreaction Podcast, I believe God is leading me on this journey to share both my test and my testimony with other women, especially women of color, who want to explore this path as an option to motherhood. You know, I think about all of the articles that I've read, um, and there is just a high presence of Um, non-women of color who share their stories around um, being single mothers by choice. Uh, There is a community of what they call MOCA, uh, single mothers by choice, who talk about, um, you know, their journeys and, and how they got there. But I think in terms of being at the forefront of sharing these stories and um, encouraging other women to stand in their truth and to share those truths, uh, because what I've learned kind of being on this road is that there are many women, um, Black women, Latina women, um, Hispanic women, who have gone down this journey. And I want to make sure that these stories are amplified at least my story is amplified as much as possible um, to give women who are in a situation like me. And when I say a situation like me, I'm just saying a woman who desires motherhood and wants to explore what her options are to do that without having a partner, that there are options for you to create the life that you want. And as I mentioned earlier, I still desire love and marriage and my prayer, um, you know, as I walk on this journey is that if God wants to bring a man along the way or even after I become a mom prayerfully, I will embrace that wholeheartedly and would, um, you know, just require that that man opens his arms and his heart to my child. We have the ability to create the life that we want. The business, the schedule, the boundaries, 
the opportunities, we can create the life that we want. And that's where our story will end this week. Before I get out of here, you know I have to share a song that represents the emotion and the essence of this part of my journey. For me, this week it's Jill Scott's Golden. You know, living my life like it's golden. I love me some Jill. Jill says, I'm taking my freedom, pulling it off the shelf, putting it on my chain, wearing it around my neck. I'm taking my freedom, putting it in my car. Wherever I choose to go, it'll take me far. I chose this song because it speaks to the freedom we have to create the life we desire. We can dream it, decide it, and then do it. And once we create the life we want, we will truly be living our lives like it's golden. Uh, I cannot wait for that day. Actually, let me not say that because I feel like I am living my life like it's golden in this season of my life because I am taking actively taking steps um, to create the life that it is that I want. But um, no matter the outcome, I am going to be so proud of myself for courageously and confidently and boldly taking these steps um, to pursue my journey to motherhood as a single mother by choice. You can hear this song and the many others that have served as my soundtrack along this journey by searching for the Overreaction playlist on Apple Music and Spotify. There are also links to the playlist in the show notes if you need a little extra assistance. All right, y'all, until next time, remember, stand in your story so you can boldly and confidently show up in the world. I love y'all. Thank you for listening to Overreaction by Tanil Daniels. Love what you heard? Go ahead and subscribe, share, rate, and review. Also, I want to hear your overreaction. So head over to TanilDaniels.com and click the podcast tab to share yours. Remember, stand in your story, show up in the world.